When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to South Africa on 99.94, Cricket Every Day. I'm Neil Manthorpe and my co-host is uh, Lungani Zama. Um, in this episode, we'll be talking about South Africa's fixtures in the T20 World Cup and how they might go. We're going to uh, do a little bit of experimentation and um, we're not afraid to end up with egg on our faces. We're not going to make any predictions. We're just going to have a little bit of fun um, and talk about uh, the games that South Africa have got. First thing to say is that um, it's not an easy trip from from India <laughs> to Australia. I don't think it's an easy trip from anywhere apart from New Zealand to Australia. And South Africa will be playing their first warm-up game, the first of two warm-up games, uh, something like four and a half days after arriving in Australia. Um, I, I've been to Australia many times. I can't get out of bed for the first four and a half days you're wide awake in the middle of the night so and, and and asleep during the day. So they've got some rapid acclimatizing to do, but their first actual game in the in the group stage in the Super 12 um, is is just over 10 days after their arrival um, in Australia. We did see Zams um, that how how negatively they were affected when they went for the test series in New Zealand. Um, because they they were they were half asleep in the first test match. Um, you know that they were in strict quarantine for for ten days. Anyway, assuming that uh, they recover from that um, reason reasonably well, actually, just rewind. I mean, everybody, every other team is going to have arrived in Australia and played games before they have. And we spoke about the fact that they had to stay back and and play in an ODI series. Um, they'll. There's going to be have, have to be some serious uplifting of the of the morale and you know and lots of sleeping tablets and and things. I I just in my experience, like if you're the last to arrive for a party, you know, like everyone's having fun and and <laughs> you're a bit down. Yeah, definitely last to arrive for a party, and they had to honour a previous engagement to a party that I, I bet they wish they hadn't gone actually. Um, because the way that they've played in India, for for both their form and their and their and their mental wellness, so to speak, it's taken a dent. And now you know that you're trying to play catch up to everybody else. Um, there'll sh- there'll definitely be no shortage of motivation when they get to Australia to prove some points. Uh, but it's not a long time to acclimatize and sort of shift from the disappointment of losing a series to ostensibly India's B side. Um, to then fronting up to a World Cup with with teams who've been there longer. Um, I mean, that opening game you spoke about is is it's going to be tricky because it's a free hit for one of the qualifiers to take on a South African team that's low on confidence um, with with a few potential selection headaches before the game. Um, it really is an Ireland or 
did you say it was Ireland or Zimbabwe that's going to play them in that first game? It's a complete free hit for those two countries because it, you, you you literally, you expect it to lose. But if, if South Africa are under the cosh early, uh, we've seen what Ireland can do. Um, so, yeah, there's not a lot of time for South Africa to sort of lick their wounds. They've got to get to Australia, reset both their body clocks and their attitude and, and get into World Cup mode. I just want to be fair to um, Group B. So South Africa's first game is in Hobart, uh, and it's the winner of Group B. So um, West Indies or Zimbabwe, I said, but it could be Scotland or Ireland as well. Um, they finished their group, by the way, um, with uh, a game against um, the team that finishes second in Group A. Um, and once again, I, I have suggested that that uh, might be Sri Lanka or, well, it's Sri Lanka, Namibia, UAE, Netherlands. Which, um, anyway, okay, so let's, let's, let's have a look at that first game then. Um, if it is well, West, West Indies, Indies, Zimbabwe. Okay, it's West Indies, right? So No. Yeah. Yes, B1. Okay, West Indies 1. So we're just um, uh, having a bit of fun here. And you know what? If we if it sounds like a prediction and we get it right, then excellent. Um, but more often than not, we'll get we'll get them wrong. But <laughs> okay, so if it's West Indies, that you, you need to win the opening game against the West Indies. They've made some interesting selections, haven't they? Um, they? No Andre Russell there and no Shimron Hetmeyer, of course, having missed his rearranged flight. Um, and and no Sunil Narine because the selectors didn't know if he wanted to play for them. Um, as the usual West Indies um, selection um, kerfuffle, it's, it's at Hobart. Um, so, yeah, quite, quite a small ground. Um, what what could go right and wrong for South Africa? Well, the one thing that could go right for South Africa is that West Indies don't turn up because they've got their own problems, <laughs> like you say. Um, I mean, I'm still baffled. I saw a lot of memes about Shimron Hetmeyer dangling on the side of a, an aeroplane trying desperately to catch up with the team bus. Like, it's it's just bizarre in this modern age that an international superstar misses a flight and, and then can't just jump on a private jet almost given all the money that he's made around the world and meets the team there, you know, but anyway, the West Indies are got their own complications. Um, but they, that's probably when they're, they're most dangerous when backs against the wall and they're just swinging freely. And that will be the, the danger that lurks for South Africa because they know that a wounded West Indies kind of plays with a carelessness that, can sort of take games away quite quickly. And then obviously South Africa, especially with ball in hand, have structure and routine and, and, and plans in place that are are not as adaptable as other teams. You know, there's there's a couple up front, there's a spinner who normally opens, there's KG comes on a couple of overs into the into the power play. Um, you know who's gonna finish. So you can kind of line them up. And if they get off to a flyer and they kind of disrupt the best laid plans, things can unravel pretty quickly. Um, so it is an early test of nerve, really, because you just don't know what you're going to get against the West Indies, but you've got to turn up yourself and play your best cricket. Okay, I I think South Africa will will cope with the West Indies. Uh, for some strange reason, I've, I've got more concern 
about the second game against Bangladesh at the SCG. Um, now, the SCG has a reputation, obviously, for being uh, very spin-friendly, but that's normally on days four and five of a test match. So, But, it, but it, 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 does t- it does turn. I mean, you know, it, it'll be a fresh wicket, presumably, at the beginning of the tournament. But Bangladesh um, in Sydney is the second game. Yeah, no problem for you? It shouldn't be. Shaki Palasan and his band of left-arm spinners? Yeah, I mean, South African top order is half left-handers anyway, so all those left-arm spinners are turning it in. And you would say straight into the slog sweep zone of Quinney and Riley and David Miller. But the way that they played in South Africa has given them, you know, a lot of confidence in, in looking ahead at that game and saying, that's one to beat South Africa because we've shown that we can beat them in their own backyard. So the conditions are not the issue. Again, it's how do you cope with a few early wickets if you're South Africa? Um, we know exactly what happened when they played Bangladesh in 2019 World Cup in a game at the Oval that we expected South Africa to win and kick off their campaign properly after losing to England. And once they lost that game, that that really was the beginning of the end of their World Cup plans. So they do have that in the last time they played Bangladesh in a serious World Cup game. Um, that's, you know, that stays in the back of your mind. There's still enough players on both sides to remember just how quickly that unraveled at the Oval. Okay, we'll take a short break here and uh, come back with... Well, I, I think... So are we... Are we? Sorry, are we agreeing that South Africa have, have, are going to win the first two games on basis of probability? <laughs> We we can see the problems, but but we're not they putting sh- them down for a, yeah, for a yes, loss. Yes, on the balance of probability, yes, or the balance <laughs> the balance of optimism, yes. I'd love to see what the West Indian podcast says about the same thing. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, we'll, we'll be back in a moment with games three and four. You're listening to Cricket's Conversation on ninety nine point nine four. Whatever your team, we have the show for you on podcast, YouTube or on the 99.94 app. We have India, England, South Africa, West Indies and now Sri Lanka covered. If you want to find us, the best way is to follow us on social media at 9994DM by downloading the 9994 app or Google 99.94 on podcast. We speak cricket. Right, the big one, um, Zams, uh, is uh, game three against India in Perth in that massive, massive stadium. And, um, you know, it'll, it'll, the, can't remember the name of it now. It's got a new sponsor, hasn't it? I'm sure you remember it. But, but at that massive, incredible, wonderful new stadium, India in Perth, um, and, and it, <laughs> it's always a huge game. How do you see that one going? Probably the best stadium to play India for South yes. Africa. Um, so that, you know, could have easily been at Sydney where it almost becomes a home game for for India um, and more favourable conditions. The WACA should fly a bit. And um, as much as India have got a, a very good attack themselves, pace-wise, you think it's South Africa not, it's hold not, upper hand? Uh, so it's not. It's not at the Wacker. It's at the the. It's at the, the new stadium. stadium. Yes, it's at the, uh, it's yeah, at it's the, the new, new one. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, let's completely disregard that answer, man. Let's let's bloody start again before we sound like idiots. Um, <laughs> in Perth, you would think it's it's South Africa's best chance. Um, 
because it's taken away from you know one of the major centers in Australia where India would have a really strong sort of almost home crowd i'm sure they'll still get a lot of support um but it's a place where you can sort of hit through the line of the ball and you know miller's had a, a lot of decent innings in australia where you literally just hit through the ball cuz you can trust the bounce Rousseau's much the same um of course on the other side kohli and and rishab pant will, will will do exactly the same themselves um but you'd like to think that that's their best chance to do it and it it probably almost becomes a must win game if they've slipped up in one of the early ones because you don't want to leave too much at the back end because that's what happened in the last T20 World Cup um you you you'd hope that the bowlers are sort of given the license to be a bit intimidating and 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 let a few fly because you're not going to you're not going to beat India by spin you you're going to bully them with 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 fast bowling hostile fast bowling and aggressive stroke play um so you hope that they lean on those hallmarks and and and, and trust their skill set to get them over the line because if you can beat india in that game you really really start feeling that a lot of things are possible yeah i have a big concern um i think that there's a, some some scarring you know in, in recent results um so i i think i out of the five games I, i'm thinking you can possibly afford to lose one not too badly and still make the semi-finals um but uh yeah i uh, that's interesting okay right pakistan in sydney now then we're we're a couple of weeks into the tournament uh the the scg is drying out <laughs> the squares a bit drier um the spinners are, are getting some some real purchase and uh, and and so south africa take on pakistan in their fourth game i think this is a tougher game than india mm. um and the stakes will be a lot higher in this because the end is in sight either way you either really looking forward to the knockouts or you're almost packing your bags um and pakistan are just such a well balanced team and they as much as they've got a reputation for being frantic they they play with a lot more composure these days and they 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 don't just build up the india game as their must win they they know that they've got the skill and the power to to beat india and they've done it often in 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 recent years so i think they are more polished outfit they're more balanced team and they pose a far bigger threat to south africa because they love the ball coming onto the bat that top order there's the faster you bowl it the more they 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 relish you know the prospect and you back over length they they play with absolute fearlessness so i see bigger problems here for south africa and that that new ball pairing of pakistan's as well it's going to ask serious questions right hand and left hand it's it's a really really good team they're one of my favorites for the tournament just because they they know how to play this format and they've got such quality players who are at the absolute peak of their powers Right, time for our, our final break in this uh, episode. Um, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, South Africa's final games and then the prospect of uh, semi-finals and final. If you love the language of cricket and want more, then head over to the ninety nine point nine four app, and you can hear all of our podcasts and cricket commentary. We're adding new shows all the time and covering cricket series from all over the world. 
Be the first to hear all of our announcements by following us on social media at 9994DM. Welcome to Cricket's Conversation. Right, Sams. Uh, South Africa need a big win. I'm going <laughs> to replicate the situation of the last G20 World Cup. So they need to win and they need to win handsomely in their last game, which is against uh, the winners of uh, Group B in uh, in the pre-qualifier. So... Um, That's the runners-up of Group A, isn't it? Sam's the final game is um, against possibly West Indies or Sri Lanka. And uh, South Africa need, need to win. They're, they're a little bit behind on, on net run rate and they need to win big. And um, that game is in Adelaide. How do you see it going? Yeah, you hope it doesn't it doesn't come down to that. But when you play and you know that you've got to sort of win in 14 and a half overs as opposed to the 20, it just it just adds so much more complexity to the task at hand because whichever team you're playing against is is a strong team in itself. And and they know that you're not playing them. I mean England literally were playing to not lose, just not lose too badly when South Africa got knocked out of the last T20 World Cup, which is a deflating thing because it was a marvellous performance. Mark embedded well, um, but it's, you know, it's too late to adopt that attitude. So you hope that they don't take that approach where they just try and do enough. You've got to kind of demolish teams early so that you build up a buffer of net run rate so that when it comes to the end, just winning is enough. You don't have to add this other calculation into it and you know Mark Boucher and the rest of the South Africans have been known to to not be so clever with the calculations under pressure you don't need it you know in all seriousness you don't need to be mathematical equations just win and you're through so make sure that when you get the opportunity to win games early you do so don't coast home finish with a flourish and 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 know that you're you're playing a league in the first half of this tournament so you've got to, you know, be a bit like Man City and get goal difference right up there because when it comes down to it, you're too far ahead. Um, it will be a tight group. India, Pakistan in the same group. West Indies. It's a tough group when you look at it. So it's going to come down to run rate probably because people will beat each other. So you've got to make sure that when you win, you win well. Run rate kind of defines the mentality and the approach of teams um, in, in cricket, doesn't it? Because... You know, you have those teams that that are winning anyway, and then and then kick on and just win with uh, with three or four overs to spare when they could have coasted home. And again, you know, over over time, over history, I've, I've so many South African coaches and captains have said, "Well, if we just win, it, you know, if we win all our games, run rate won't matter." Um, and and they're all. Dear wonderful people, but but it you know you you just over the last twenty five years I've wanted to say, but it might it might matter. Take it seriously. Don't take this conservative route and uh, you know thought process. Yeah, it's it's such a conservative attitude, and it comes back to bite South Africa again and again. You know, cricket, like most competition sport, rewards. You know, the ambition, really. Um, and ambition doesn't mean just winning semifinals and finals. 
it's winning the the matches earlier that kind of gets momentum going and kind of scares other teams who don't look forward to playing you because cheapers you're trampling people and you're winning in 12 overs i think it is such an unnecessarily conservative approach and it's come back to bite south africa again and again because it's all well and good saying if you win all your matches you're not you're you're going to you're going to have to play out really out your boots to beat india pakistan west indies and probably someone like sri lanka all in the space of a week 10 days there will be a slip up so when you do win and you're on top you you've got to make sure that you win well enough because this group looks like one team might sort of win their matches all their matches and the others the second qualifier might be somebody who doesn't lose as badly to to the first team but beats the others convincingly enough it's going to be a bun fight so when you do have the opportunity you've got to trample opposition you you know you look back to the great australian side they were never satisfied at sort of chasing 350 overs at 6 and over they'd rather chase it in 40 overs and scored 8 and over and just really take the game away and 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 that's sets it sets you on your way in a tournament in the group stages when you can do that but it also just really lets the rest of the tournament kind of look and go cheapers you don't want to run into them because they look imperious you know they they're not plodding along and just getting by they are in top gear and 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 it's an attitude and and you hope south africa learn from getting close and losing because of run rate last time and and play with the right attitude all the way through this tournament right and finally i'd like your four semi-finalists but i'd like two versions of it i'd like your four semi-finalists from the head and then your four from the heart um my four my four semi-finalists um realistically i would say Australia at home for sure um and England just bet so deep and play with such assurance that you would think they'd be in the mix as well and then in in the second group I can't look past Pakistan um and and given given South Africa's inconsistency of late you'd probably think India ahead of South Africa From so those the, would be my that's from the head now from the heart. England Australia that's from the head and I, I know from, I'm not just saying include South Africa uh, I'm saying who who would you what, what's your romantic no no semi-final lineup romantically I'd love to see Pakistan and South Africa both topple India and get through um because I think it would be wonderful for the game and wonderful for both countries because they need the Philip um and on the other side um i still can't look past australia and the way that they played um but i'd love new zealand to be in 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 the semi finals as well because they always seem to find a way and and, and i wouldn't discount of that of course easy. new zealand will be there of course they will they always find a way they are perennial semi finalists new zealand will be there okay well so new zealand australia South Africa Pakistan inshallah right uh, well all i will say in conclusion is that uh, my heart has south africa in the semi finals but my head doesn't um and i hope that my head's wrong that's exactly what i said just not in with the same eloquence that's what i said that my heart says i'd love south africa there but my head says they're too inconsistent but 
I tell you what, anyway, if, if we'll South Africa, we'll if, they, if they pick all those batsmen um, then uh, and they can score 220 every game, then they'll make the semifinals and they could even win the tournament. Okay, until next time. Thank you very much indeed for listening to uh, South Africa um, on 99.94, where we speak cricket every day, or at least every day that we can find the time to do so. Please rate, review and uh, subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts. You can download the 99.94 app and follow us on Twitter at uh, Neil Manthorpe and Wamzam17. Never miss out. Join our 24-7 conversation on social media and follow us at 9994DM. Cricket every day. Your way. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.